This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 833 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. It's time again for another installment of Trading Tips with Michelle Bergeron of Wright Lead Equestrian Center. Michelle is a graduate of Louisiana Scholars College, a North American Riding for the Handicapped Registered Instructor, British Horse Society Certified Instructor, and a Certified Instructor and Judge for the World Side Saddle Federation. On the docket today, we have Hot Weather Survival, how to store feedstuffs on the road, and main taming protocol. And we'll get right to our tip after this nutritional minute from Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Spring is here, and so are pastures full of luscious green grass. Spring grass is high in vitamins, minerals, and sugar. Most horses have little problem adjusting to the changing sugar levels found in spring pasture, but for at-risk horses, grazing on sugary grass can lead to big problems such as colic or laminitis. By paying attention to daily temperatures and following a couple of simple rules, you can limit your horse's access to such sugar-laden grasses. In the spring and fall of the year, limit grazing or stop it completely when daytime temperatures are warm and nighttime temperatures are below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Under these conditions, the grass produces sugar during the day and it stores it in its leaves. At night, the plant transfers the stored up sugars to the roots and stems to fuel the growth. If the evening temperatures are cold, the grass will not make that transfer and all of the sugar will remain in the leaves where it is readily available to your horse. In the summer when days are sunny and nights are warm, it is safe to allow grazing in the early morning hours, but it should be restricted late in the afternoon or evening. This is because most of the sugar that was produced the previous day has been used for growth overnight. Therefore, the level of sugar in the leaves is low in the morning. But as the day progresses, the grass once again accumulates sugar in its leaves in preparation for nighttime growth. So later in the day, the more sugar-packed leaves become. Because grass is a great source of essential vitamin E, horses that are restricted from grazing, especially easy keepers and horses in hard work, may develop vitamin E deficiencies. Lack of vitamin E can result in sore, stiff muscles and neurological problems. Elevate Maintenance Powder from Kentucky Performance Products is an affordable way to provide your horse with the vitamin E missing from his diet. Each scoop provides 1,000 international units of natural vitamin E, and natural vitamin E is absorbed and retained in the tissues at a much greater rate than the synthetic vitamin E found in many feeds and supplements. Best of all, when you choose a Kentucky Performance Product Supplement, you get a 100% satisfaction guarantee. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. 
And it's that day again, folks, the one everybody looks forward to, Trading Tips with Michelle. With me here in the studio is Michelle Bergeron from Rightly Equestrian Center in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, not literally in the studio, but at least vocally in the studio. How are you today? I'm great. I'm with you in spirit, Jennifer. Oh, thank you. Now, let's let's pa- compare weather notes because I'm in Ocala, Florida, and it is currently yeah. 85 degrees. What is it there in Baton Rouge? Oh, let me run in here and check. It's hot, and the humidity is out of control. I'll tell you that. Uh, it did rain today. Let's see. It's uh, 610, and it's 93 degrees, <gasps> and it says the heat index is 105. Oh, my gosh. How can you survive? Oh, my word. Uh, we change, I change clothes a lot. I come home and, and take about a 15, 20-minute nap at lunch. Uh, we get rolling early, and we work late, take the middle of the day off. Okay, and there are some well-used hot-weather survival tips for you folks. Oh, my goodness. Bless your cotton-picking heart. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, and you guys, when I the couple times I've gone and uh had extended stays in Florida. I I remember thinking, God, this is great. These guys have a have a uh, breeze. Yeah, we are all the time. We are very lucky here in Ocala, in that um, in the hottest part of the day, right around three or four o'clock, it will it will get kind of toasty and stifling for an hour and a half or so. But it seems that about by five o'clock every afternoon, there's a, just a little bit of a breeze blowing. So it's it's pretty tolerable here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, it's you know it's it's not a hurricane. It's not pouring down rain. We had a really rough winter, so so we're okay. I just hate it when the when the sweat drips off my nose when I'm riding, and I have to let go of the rain to keep wiping the sweat off my nose. It makes me crazy. Oh, so wow. So uh, so speaking of warm weather, yep. one of one of the struggles that many of us have when we go on the road is how to store especially hard feed, sweet feed, pelleted feed, pelleted mm-hmm. hay, uh, how to store that kind of stuff safely so that it, it stays fresh and away from tiny livestock. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any suggestions? Yeah. Oh, I, I can tell you, you what we do. I knew you would. Uh, <laughs> what we do is, if we're getting ready to go to a show, everybody brings either a grocery bag or a lunch bag or a Ziploc bag, depending on on how much their horse eats per feeding. And they put enough feed for one feeding in each of the bags, fold it over, duct tape it down with a nice little packet, write the name of the horse very legibly in marker, the day and the feeding. So we'll have one for lightning for Friday p.m. And then in it, the supplements are already mixed in. Just So all you have to do is dump the bag. Tear it open and pour it we out. We have one, yep, for every feeding plus an extra one because, yes, we have gotten stuck at the horse show <laughs> oh. for vehicle problems. Yeah. So you went to, on, on Easter, no less, and no, there were not feed stores open. Oh, have your extra feed, have your extra hay. Okay, that's that's what we do with with the feed. Nice for for the 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 fatos that eat almost nothing, they just get a Ziploc bag with their name written on it. So mm-hmm. Easy. So put it, and then I, I have the girls put it in a, a separate bucket. Ah. Uh, and then it all is is all in one 
space. Also, uh, what I've used, you can go like to Walmart or Target or wherever and get plastic containers with a lid that snaps with a handle on it, and then you can put uh, the horse's name on that and, and put the feed in there and, and keep it that way. Nothing can gnaw through that. Uh, that's uh, a very good idea, yeah. If you're if you're only going for the weekend, uh, it's highly unlikely that anything is going to be gnawing on it because there's going to be so much activity on the showgrounds or the at the clinic site. The, the creepy crawlies are probably not going to come out to eat or feed, but uh, you never know. You never uh, know. For, yeah, for hay, when the girls go to pony club rallies, we ration it out and tie it up with each, you know, feeding with hay string. Uh, mm-hmm. When we go to non-pony club rallies, we'll just take the whole bale. We have uh, the bale covers that we transport it in. But we don't leave it in that because it is so humid here. And if you keep that zipped up tight and leave it for an extended period of time, and I'm not talking about a weekend, I'm talking about for a week or more, it's going to get gross in there and it's um, going to mold up. Ew. So at least crack it open or, you know, leave it open during the day, close it at night, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But don't leave it in the back of the truck to get rained on or to blow out as you're driving down the road. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's what we do. One of the things that I've uh, seen a lot of people struggle with, too, is when you have to take hay along, and whether or not you like to divide it up or leave it as a complete mm-hmm. bale, setting the bale or the baleettes, if you will, directly on the floor of your trailer, whether it's the dressing room the tack room or the cargo space, mm-hmm. that seems to be asking for moldy hay on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So yeah. get it up uh, off the we floor. We have pallets <laughs> under ours. Mm-hmm. Um, but even those, you know, you've got to, because stuff will fall up in them, either be it the plastic kind or the wooden kind. And uh, so hopefully you have a, a whole horde of, uh, working students, and you can go in and get <laughs> all cleaned out. Otherwise, that's you. Yeah, that's you. But you've got to circulate. You've got to circulate the air. Yeah, is the bottom line. And it gets on the bottom of the bottom of your horse trailer gets hot, and then cold, and then damp, and there's humidity down there. So get that hay up off the floor yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. I like the little the little rationing method. That's a great idea because mm-hmm. it's a no brainer. Well, and then you pick up the sack that says Lightning's name. If we have a bunch of girls and they'll divide up, okay, so and so is going to feed in the morning, so and so is going to feed in the afternoon, and that way not everybody has to get there at the crack of dawn, and we rotate it out, and they know, oh, there is, there's Jake's food. Okay, nope, that's for tomorrow morning. Let me pick up the one for this morning. All right, and then it's right there, and it's almost idiot proof really unless you can't read or you don't know who your horses are in which case we probably wouldn't have left you to feed anyway (laughs) well you know and in in case everything falls apart and you have to have the people who are stabling next to you feed the horse that has happened as well you know stuff happens or somebody gets the wrong bag of grain you know what they got the wrong thing of Mm -hmm. (laughs) that happens too Mm -hmm. so that's a great that's a great organization tip relieve stress a little bit you can be bleary-eyed and still get the feeding done i like that a lot it's Um, easy to pack it's it doesn't take but just a minute yeah just dump it it in there tape it shut and it's easier for me 
Mm-hmm. It's, a little, it's easier to carry that than it is to carry the whole damn bag of feed. Yeah, the, and then yeah. people forget it's in the back of the trailer. And then you've wasted a half and a bag of rain. And the next horse show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, and it's gone bad. Well, that's yeah, a great tip for uh, for all the traveling we do all year round nowadays. I have another uh, handy-dandy tip for those of us who are grooming fanatics. The oh, horse. Oh, there's a lot of horses out there whose manes go on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Or whose manes go... That makes me crazy. <laughs> Somehow I know it would. It really does. <laughs> I swear it does. And it, it seems horses whose manes go on the wrong side, it's only part of it that goes yes. on the wrong side. Yeah. So or it goes right down the middle and half of it goes on the left. Half on the left, half on the right. right. Yeah. So um, I kind of got used to this because I early on in my equestrian career, I had a couple of horses that I had to work with a lot whose manes went straight up because they were mm-hmm. pulled and they just grew straight yeah. up. They just looked like some yeah. kind of a... Something from a punk band. Took a finger in their outlet. Yeah, punk band. So there are two problems with training horses' manes. You have to train the hair that's already there, and you have to train the hair follicle that is continuing to grow more hair. So it's a two-pronged approach. For training the hair itself, anyone who has washed their hair and put it into a ponytail before it dries knows this trick. Because when you hair, once your hair is dried six hours later and you take the hair scrunchie out, your hair is permanently shaped like a ponytail. Yep. You have, sure. you have trained the hair itself. So by wetting the hair first and then brushing it over and putting on a mane tamer or brushing mm-hmm. it over and braiding it, the hair is going to train much, much faster. And you, and that's soaking the hair. That's not just dampening it with a, br- a spray brush. You have to really like soak spray it. With a hose. Yeah, spray it with a hose, folks. So, now do you put anything on it? Like, uh, oh, what do they call that? Braid aid or I don't uh, hairspray. No, I don't because, from my point of view, that sort of negates it because that is going to cause the the hair follicle to evaporate out that water. I want the water to dry slowly in there. I've had much more success not treating the hair, just wet, thoroughly, thoroughly wet. And if you use the braid it over method, make big, fat, loose braids. Because when you make them tight, the horses scratch them out, and then you've pretty much negated the whole process. And you've got a worse problem. And you've got a much worse problem. And the braiding over allows the hair to dry in place. You've trained the hair shaft. But by leaving the braids in there well after it's dry, with as long a mane as you can put up with, you are training the hair follicle. Mm. Um, And how long do you leave your braids in? At least three days. Do they fall out or do you take them out? I, I leave it, I'll usually leave them in for three, take them out for one. In for three, out okay. for one. I don't like to leave the mane out for more than one full day because what you'll see is after about 24 hours, you'll see it to start creeping back up again. Mm-hmm. And since we're trying to train the hair follicle, you don't want that to happen. Got it. Got it. Yeah, so. watch out. <laughs> I got two, two on my list tomorrow. Yeah, I, I avoid products for this process as much as I can. Okay. I try to keep the hair healthy in that if I wash it, I use a good quality conditioner. Right. Um, also, if if you pull the horse's mane, pull it intelligently. I hate to see folks get out there and the horse's mane is 
all the way down their neck or three-quarters of the way down their neck, and they need it to be four inches for the horse show this weekend, and they pull it all at one time. No, 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 no. That's no. that's not real kind to your horse's skin, no, no, but it, you're also setting yourself up for disaster as far as a stand-up mane is concerned. Yeah. Yeah. So plan ahead, folks. <laughs> so that's my that's my training tip for manes. Cool. Very yeah, good. Yeah. I'll send you pictures after I get everybody all rigged up. <laughs> Use colorful rubber bands. It's more fun. Yeah. I will have to dig some out. I think I just have plain old, you know. Brown no, you gray. go to you go to the craft section at the at the multiplex and get the colorful rubber bands that they sell in the in the craft or office section. Oh. It's much more fun. Yeah. Okay, well, that would make it more fun. There we go. Well, thanks again, Michelle Bergeron, for your handy dandy feed storage tip, and we'll be seeing you seeing you again soon. And that's a wrap. To listen to all of Michelle's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also follow Lead Equestrian Center on Facebook. You can also find lots more tips about topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people on horsetipdaily.com. Again, look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. This podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products. You can find them online at kppusa.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.